What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the first iteration of the fourth quarter podcast. In this episode, we're probably going to chop it up a little bit about this past week of NFL football. You know, a little bit of fantasy, season-long and daily fantasy. And then we're going to end off the segment with my top five NFL teams. What I want the most from this podcast is to give everybody a little bit of insight into another opinion about all things sports, whether it's football, soccer, baseball, basketball. We're going to pride ourselves on being one of the most well-informed entities that you can come across. So you're going to kick it off with the Sunday night game featuring the Brow. Yeah, I said it, Broward. Shout out Lamar and the Patriots. Uh, quite frankly, it was really just a blowout. Lamar scored three of his own. Uh, Brady did throw the ball a lot, but it's just a whole bunch of nothing at the end of the day. Um, the Patriots and that defense, man, that Patriot or that defense is just relentless. But and to be honest, I thought that they were going to stop the Ravens themselves. But MVP Lamar showed up. Lamar went seven to twenty-three, one sixty-three in a score, um, and ran sixteen times for two scores. Um, besides Brady going off, I'm sorry, not going off, but putting up some okay numbers uh edelman went for 89 on 11 targets caught 10 and mo sanu went for 81 off of 10 which was very surprising to me um if you're looking for a very sneaky daily fantasy play i'd probably say sanu is pretty much up there his first game after being traded obviously you know the patriots like to work there new guys in so he didn't get too much work but he still got still got a little bit of work but the, the 10 catches um i think that kind of uh steps him up into that wide receiver three range um in regards to the ravens honestly besides ingram and lamar and maybe hollywood brown who i think is a borderline flex wide receiver three at this point in time there's really nobody else that you can play on this team Andrews is has been completely forgotten after a very strong start so look out for the Ravens um, you're gonna hear about the Ravens a little bit more in the end of uh, the pod next we're gonna start off um, carry on to the Chargers in the pack, which was a very surprising game to me. I mean, the Chargers couldn't do anything the past two, three weeks, but all of a sudden they come out and Mel Gore, uh, Mel G, Melvin Gordon, that boy finally came alive. He toted the rod 20 times, uh, only for 80 yards, but uh, he was good for two scores, and he did catch the ball three times. Um, even more than Eckler, actually. Um, Eckler still got some decent 
little play. I mean, he's been putting up results. It's hard to 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 go against it. Next, we got Tampa and Seattle. I mean, thirty-four to forty, Seattle. Russ threw for five touchdowns. Carson ran for five or one hundred five. Lockett for one fifty-two. Metcalf one twenty-three. I mean, absolutely incredible. Um, the amount of production that Seattle has put up this year. Um, I can tell you, for one, I didn't expect it at this rate. Um, the Bucks continue to put yardage up uh, Jameis threw 44 times about his usual range two scores Rojo Rojo Ronald Jones 67 yards a score finally his little coming out party um, I know if you're somebody like me and hasn't been fantasy you're pretty happy about that one I mean he, he's starting to cement himself he, he clearly took more snaps than uh, Peyton Barber yesterday. Uh, look out for him in daily fantasy too. Uh, Mike Evans continues to be a monster in fantasy and daily fantasy. 180, Godwin, seven for 61. You're not happy, but you're not upset. He still probably helps you out a little bit too. Next we got the uh, Oakland Raiders beating the Detroit Lions, I mean, Oakland continues to be a surprise for me this year. I mean, they're 4-4. Four and four. Um, I know for one, I didn't expect them to be Detroit. Detroit has been kind of surging lately, but uh, Matty Staff threw 41 times, three scores, a pick. Um, but quite honestly, and I'm just going to say it out, out loud and up front, the Detroit Lions are not going to go far when Matt Stafford has to throw the ball 41 times. In the past, Matt Stafford, he's put put those numbers up, and he's thrown 40, 50 times a game and has won, most times lost. But there's no way that this team's going to win with him throwing that much. Um, the running backs continue to be inefficient, carry on. They, they miss him a lot already. Um, Galladay continues to be the, the man guy out there for me, 132 in the score. Uh, Marvin Jones, man, he is boom or bust. I mean, 126. He drops three points for you the week prior, but this week he goes for 126. I mean, these these are the reasons why you kind of have to start him. Um, one part of me says he's a wide receiver three. Another part of me says that he can be a, a low-end wide receiver two. It's up to you to decide on that one. Honestly, besides Galladay and Jones being inconsistent, I don't think you could really start anybody else with confidence. Matty Staff, uh, you might be able to stream, you know, here and there, but it's really about it. In the Carolina-Tennessee game, uh, Ryan Tannehill, man, uh, kind of hate that guy, you know. Uh, but he continues to be kind of accurate, giving them a chance to win. I remember watching this game late and. Tennessee's defense was holding Carolina. They were stopping them. Um, and Tannehill almost put them in position to win. You know, that might be garbage time and, and things like that, but uh, if you're looking for a sneaky little daily fantasy play and or one of your quarterbacks has a bye or your backup QB for when your QB1 goes on bye, <coughs> Jacoby, 
Brissett. I don't know who said that. He's a good player for a situation like that. Henry continues to be consistent with the touchdowns, um, but honestly, if he doesn't score, he's quite useless. Although, this past week, he did go for three uh, catches and 36 for a touchdown, so that's something to look out for, a little something. You don't really see Deion Lewis coming out there anymore, so Derrick Henry, we're looking at you, man. Uh, CMC continues to be absolutely Superman. He has an S on his chest. I mean, I don't really quite remember one person striking fear in my heart when you play him in fantasy in quite some time, honestly. I mean, you play CMC and you absolutely believe he's going to put up 20 automatically. That's that's the bottom. I mean, it's 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 quite criminal if sometimes ESPN puts his uh, projected score to be in the teens. I mean, come on. Absolutely disrespectful. The Panthers do got more and Samuel out there. Nice little receiving core. Uh, Allen's getting them the ball, but I don't think you can really start Kyle Allen in any rural format, daily fantasy or season long, unless you're really struggling. Or and you put together a guy squad on daily fantasy. Um, Moore had 101, and Sammy went for 64 on the score. You know, Moore's a, a, a low end wide receiver, too. Samuel Flex, wide receiver three. Both solid plays. Colts, Steelers, Colts fans. Shaq Frost, I'm looking at you, my guy. Continue to be disappointed, man. Uh, lost on a field goal. Jacoby Brissett goes out, sprained ankle, injured, hoping to play this week, but we'll have to keep keep tabs on that. You know, you want to watch the injury report, although sometimes injury report lies to you. Mack went for 89. Pascal, they continue to get Pascal the ball out there, actually. You know, they, Indiana kind of has a stable of wide receivers out there that are, you know, somewhat notable, but Pascal just keeps getting the ball. You know, look out for him. He's a solid little play. Um, for the Vikings, there's the Steelers, rather. Huh. Rudolph threw 35 times. Uh, there was no real ground game for the Steelers. Edmonds went for 73. Um, but almost everything came in the air for the Steelers. Uh, Samuels went for 13 for 73. If Connor continues to be out, then Samuels is a very solid replacement. Great daily fantasy play. They're probably going to drive drive up the price next week if Connor's out, but great great play. Uh, Rudolph continues to like Vance McDonald. Um, if you're really starving for a tight end out there, look for him on the waivers if, if he's still out there. He was injured about three weeks ago. People like me dropped him. Um, because Kittle was on a bye, but look out for him. We got the Eagles and the Bears. Mitch continues to be absolute garbage. Montgomery only goes for 40 this game. He does score twice, but there's nothing really else loving about the Bears' offense. 
The Eagles, they continue to kind of be okay. Uh, Howard went for 82 in the score. Howard's looking like the guy out there now. Uh, you might want to keep tabs on him if you do have him in season long. Obviously, you have to play him. Daily Fantasy, real sneaky. Uh, Ertz. I know a couple people in my league have been trading Ertz around like some candy. For some candy, too. Uh, 9-103. I, I know people were happy about that one. Alshon got eight targets. Aguilar as well, but continued to do squat for fantasy owners, although past weeks Alshon has kind of came through. Uh, how about those Dolphins? Beating the Jets, who are absolute garbage. Shout out to Sean. Fitzpatrick goes 36 and three scores. If you're kind of hurting like me and your best quarterback is out and your backup quarterback who you stashed on off waivers three weeks ago is injured, Fitzpatrick could be a sneaky little play. It's been real solid over the past couple weeks. Uh, besides that, there's no real intrigue by the Dolphins offense. Uh, Gusecki did go for 95. He is starting to look a little sharp out there, but Preston Williams, uh, ACL injury, man. That's just, that one's killer for the Dolphins out there. Uh, he, he was looking pretty good. Started to to, to kind of give shades of, um, and, and, and look really, really, really like our wide receiver one out there. Um, he won't be back till the start of next year. That's tough. Uh, but Parker, uh, he, and I did say that there are some no others that don't really look attractive. Parker actually continues to put up touchdown after touchdown. I think he has a touchdown in the last four out of five. Right now he's looking like a good wide receiver three. Um, if you don't have a strong wide receiver two, uh, he does look like a, a, a play who could get you uh, a couple points. And Parker, a great, 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 great. Daily fantasy play. Many in KC. KC. Uh, I guess the matter there. Uh, Tyreek has a huge game. Uh, 140 in the score. Kells 7 for 62. Uh, Mahomes out. Honestly, Moore does look like a guy you probably could could kind of slide in your lineup if you're a little you're a little hurt for quarterbacks right now. And a great. Little daily fantasy play to create a little god squad. If if you picked him in daily fantasy this this past week, you're happy about the performance he gave you. Um, Damian Williams went for 125, but 91 of it was from one. So you're you're still really not that happy about playing him, but happy about what he scored this past game. Uh, Kirk Cousins continues to be inconsistent. 38 times he threw for three scores, but. Of nothing of real substance. I mean, 19 to 38, digs, four targets, one catch. Cook had, Cook, uh, had more targets than him yesterday. Um, out the backfield. Um, pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, Irv Smith, though, out of there. Uh, he was the most targeted wide out. I did just say Cook was targeted seven times, but Irv Smith is the most targeted wide out out there. Uh, last week is someone to look uh, at in daily fantasy he might be a sneaky great play this upcoming week is if he gives you four for 40 and a score you're absolutely thrilled 
I mean, we can even go three for 30 in a score. I mean, look out for him out there. Uh, the Bills and the Skins. Uh, Haskins, his first start, 144. Uh, nothing real exciting out there for the Redskins. AP did go for 100 yards, so if you started him yesterday, you're happy. McLaren, probably the only attractive wideout out there. Did get targeted six times, but only went for 39 yards on four catches. Uh, Josh Allen, sneaky, 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 good play. Only threw 20 times, but scored one rushing and scored one through the air. His floor is nice because if you think about it, he does run the ball quite well. Singletary went for 95 and 3 for 45. You're really happy about that play if you played him. Um, he's looking like he's going to get the the ball most out there um, in Buffalo. And honestly, this is what they envisioned when they drafted him um, to get uh, a local kid in Frank Gore from the U. The U. Get him out there to mentor the guy for a little bit. Look like it's coming out. John Brown, though, continues to be a very, very, very solid uh, player, too. Um, has a nice high floor. Uh, you know what you're going to get out of him weekly out there. Um, Houston uh, continues to surge. Their defense really not doing them favors out there, but uh, D. Watt continues to be absolutely outstanding. 28, uh, 2-0-1 for 2. Uh, Duke had a good game out there, scored. Went for 68. D-Hop had 11 targets out there. Caught the ball eight times, but only went for 48. Uh, you're not too happy about that score, but uh, the eight catches make you happy. It's targeted 11 times, so, you know, he's continuing to get the ball out there. So, Minshew, if you're like me, started him. Uh, he kind of almost punched a hole in the wall. Uh, but 300 yards... He's getting the ball out there, but two picks and two fumbles just really kill him. Um, rookie quarterback, so it's to be expected, but what can you do? And then lastly, the Niners and Arizona. Uh, San Fran continues to have the best defense in the league. Score doesn't really do them justice because Arizona did score in, in garbage time quite a bit. But San Fran just, if they get a lead against you, it's going to be really hard to get the lead back. Uh, they're really good in the trenches. They run the ball effectively. It, it's, it's, it's tough to beat them in certain situations. Now, on the flip side, I don't think that their team to come back on you you know you get a lead you're not too afraid of them um, Coleman disappointed you this past week uh, only went for 23 Breda 78 um, but if you're a Sanders owner or you played him in daily fantasy and have Kittle you're continuing to be happy Kittle going 6 for 79 uh, you're 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 thrilled with that production there from Kittle. Uh, Kyler Murray continues to be solid, 241, two scores, and Kenyon Drake. Kenyon, 
we drafted you out here in Miami, man, but I'm sorry, man. I, I am sorry that you're just held back so much. Um, can you go for 110, one score, four for 52? Uh, absolute breakout game from Kenyon Drake. We knew what you could do out here all along, man. Um, nobody real thrilling for Arizona, honestly, on the offensive end. Isabella did go one for 88 in a score, but he's not really exciting. The target share for Isabella isn't exciting. Uh, but when you get to talking about Christian Kirk, who is gearing up to be the number one guy out there, he looks like a, an attractive wide receiver three play that could easily be a wide receiver two on any given Sunday, honestly. There's been a couple of games this year where he hasn't scored and he's put up a couple of numbers just based on volume. So we'll see. Now, when we're talking about top five, I think that Top five is pretty, for the most part, self-explanatory. Um, we'll start out about five. Um, and quite frankly, I don't know if I was able to only make kind of five. So I cheated a little bit. I put Casey and Green Bay at five. Um, Casey keeping afloat. Um, with Matt Moore back there, still dangerous, but that defense continues to scare you week in and week out. You know, you, you continue to think that if KC doesn't outscore you, you're really they're really not going to win that much. Um, the Packers do have a better defense than prior years, but this past week is a, a real, real hold your horses moment. I mean, they looked absolutely horrible. I still continue to be confused with why Aaron Jones isn't playing way much more than he is now. Um, and Tay Adams only had about four catches. So, you know, they're only going to go as far as Jones and Tay Adams takes them, quite frankly. At four, we got the, uh, the <clears throat> Broward Ravens. Um, that defense continues to week, uh, year in and year out be very extremely solid and hard-nosed um, and they got the MVP Lamar Jackson at quarterback uh, shout out to Broward Ravens out there you know doing it big in Maryland at three we got the Pats I put them down at three uh, this week because they look pretty terrible against the Ravens um, that defense is looking real solid. It seems like every game they're scoring a touchdown. Um, but that uh, the offense just doesn't really thrill me. Um, Tom Brady, you know, is the GOAT. But, you know, I don't think teams and defenses and coaches are really kind of afraid of Brady in that offense like they used to in, t in years past. Um there will be a few more games this year where Brady absolutely makes me look stupid. Um, but once they're rolling and their defense rolls, it's, it is going to be hard to stop them. At two, we got the Saints. Um, their funnel defense, man, um, just continues to surprise me. Um, 
it's hard not to put them in the top at least six defenses in the, the league right now. Um, and that offense just kept it going with Teddy Bridgewater. Honestly, Teddy B made himself a lot of money this offseason. He's at least going to make 15 to 20 mil, at least. Uh, and at one, you know, you probably heard me talking so handsomely um, about the Niners. Uh, that defense is, is absolutely solid. Um, you know, you, you continue to bring it up when you think about good teams is winning in the trenches. That defense and that O-line is really what wins up games. Um, you won't come back on them if they have lead. Um, and if Jimmy G is solid and, you know, takes his chances, also Shanahan as well, they could be solid. You know, Shanahan loves his backs, loves running the ball, believe they have, they have the highest uh, amount of run plays ran in the league. So, you know... Um, but the downside to that, though, is it is tough to come back from a lead. They're not that dynamic on offense. You know, you don't uh, – if you're a defensive coordinator, you're not really looking at Jimmy G and saying, man, he's going to torch us tonight. You know, like he's an Aaron Rodgers kind of type or a Patty Mahomes or a Deshaun Watson. But um, but they're solid. Um, these next few weeks are going to be very telling. Um they do play a couple of top teams um, from out there in the NFC, so we'll see how they put it together. Um, but that's it. that's it for me here, out here in Fort Myers, the first iteration of the Four Quarter Podcast. I'm out.